Welcome directly to you, episode 157. It's the 157 episode of our podcast. Who are we? We're Fanatics 4. I'm AJ Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker Fanatics 4. We talk about video games and stuff here. You can support all that stuff by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4 or twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, giving us $4.99. It could be your $4.99, or it can be Jeff Bezos' $4.99. If you, your uncle, your grandma, your dog has an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account. You get a free subscription. They can give it to people. Uh, whenever you want whoever you want to give it to there's got to be at least one dog that has an amazon prime account at least one you know because there were unless the movie the big short lied to me which it probably did at some point in a little bit of way there was (laughs) there was like one house in that movie that they showed was uh like under the name of somebody's dog or something like that because you know it was back in the days when like people were buying a million houses and stuff so if if Dogs own houses. Dogs can have Amazon. They gotta Prime have account. Amazon. So, at least so like the infl- dog, influencer know? dogs, they have an yeah. Amazon Prime account. One thousand <laughs> for, sure. for sure, for sure, they have Amazon Prime account. Yeah. Um, but for in, in exchange of that subscription, you can get loyalty badges. You get emotes. You get free switch keys from time to time. You get access to supporters only Discord, where you can talk to Duncan and say yo back and forth. You say yo, he says yo. You say yo back, and then mm-hmm. it ends there. You can only say three yos. You could join our Discord regardless and probably talk to Duncan, but there's no three yo's in the, in, in the regular true. chats, dude. It's not allowed. It's not mm-hmm. allowed. It's against the law. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, you can help out if you, if you got it. But also, Twitch Prime subscriptions are a burden on my, on my life uh, to some extent. Mine specifically is a burden. Uh-huh. Um, because before, like, I started streaming actively, I just watched Twitch for bob like i literally would just watch bob's streams or whatever mm-hmm. i didn't really watch, i would watch like dan's streams occasionally but back before i started streaming dan didn't really stream that much dan would like stream every so often but now he streams like every week um so i would really only be on twitch for bob so i'll be like oh i got this prime subscription i'm just going to give you that but now that like mm-hmm. i'm on twitch all the time and stuff like that it's like I don't always get to catch Bob streams. And when I do, if I do, sometimes the Twitch subscription runs out. And then people will see, like, I'm right in the chat. And it's like, oh, AJ's not subscribed. Let me give him a subscription. And then I'll give Bob a subscription. And Bob being Bob will, like, give me crap for it. Where obviously he's not, like, serious. He's not like, you're not giving me $5. But he's like, oh, AJ, you can link your Discord. Like, he gives me the whole spiel. It's like, shut up, dude. (laughs) It's like, I got to preemptively be like, oh, Oh, shoot okay i don't have the wolf i had to click the thing or just yeah. like at, at, the thing is like i'm debating just doing what i do with all of our other stream friends where it's like i just go in their stream whenever i watch it and ahead of time i'm like just give me six months of the <laughs> subscription for this because it's the max like i would just do, if they if i could buy three years right then and there i would yeah. rather do that mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like now i'm either gonna have to do that for bob or again preemptively before i type anything Mm-hmm. but i mean do the uh prime subscription but you if i get that, called who out, gets man. my primes up who gets That's my primes true. up <laughs> you it's a, <laughs> i can't give me yeah i can't do it can't do it so it's like rip dude can't can't use the prime sub it's what a time in my life yeah <laughs> um maybe find some dogs that are streaming and then like you know just yeah i gotta find people thing. that people don't know that i know you know, yeah, there you go. Cause like if I go in Dan's chat and like, I mean, but for Dan, again, it's like a manual subscription thing, mm-hmm. but for, if I mean, uh, automatic subscription thing. But if I go in Dan's chat, people are going to be like, Oh, you're Dan's friend. Uh, give AJ sub, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, dude, 
What a time. Uh, but anyway, are you playing yeah. video games? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, look, I've got flowers back there, but they're dying. So this is the only time you're ever going to see them in the shot, just everybody. Like Mario, Enjoy, just, just like Mario. Just like Mario. <laughs> uh yeah man uh yeah i'm playing some video games uh not a whole lot recently it's been just a just a busy old time but um let's see i more bravely default 2 that's going well um but i'm not going to talk about it because i've already talked about it on here otherwise i watched the indie direct last week and i wasn't here to talk about it but here's my very long story short impressions i thought Every single game, I was like, I would be at least interested to play this game. Just anywhere between interested to excited to play this game. Not one of them was I like, that's the game for me. No doubt about it, blah, blah, blah. But every single one of them, I was like, that's kind of cool. I'm down for that. So that was, I feel like that was a, a good show in that regard. Like, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, but I did go ahead and get two of the games from that. Um, I got Fez. I just haven't started it yet but I got it and I, I got, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause the creator kind of yeah, sucks or like something. Not, it's like, nah, I'm not apparently doing he it. doesn't <laughs> get any like, cause I don't know anything about all that, but I've heard other people say that. And then I heard somebody come back and say like, Oh, well he actually doesn't benefit or he's not, he doesn't have anything to do with this one at all or something like that. Mm. I don't even know. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, same thing goes for like Minecraft though. Like the original guy, Notch, sucks from all like, i didn't buy minecraft <laughs> oh well, there you go <laughs> i mean well actually no that's not true i bought minecraft on um the java version but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. on console i never bought it yeah I, I just have it on game pass and stuff yeah like that's that. true you know actually i should try it on game pass because i i never wanted to go go out of my way to buy it because the couple of times i sort of played it i was like i don't know if i'm really into it i don't think it's worse it's, it's only like for me i only like actually had a lot of fun with it when it was the community thing, thing. Yeah, like literally right. just that like me i've had fun with it before we did the like the influencer uh <laughs> freaking uh rp server or whatever which yeah. is not even role play yet or at all we just are like playing minecraft right but, i mean no it's not we're not just playing minecraft we're using it to like actually like uh be together <laughs> so right. like, we're not role-playing we're just straight up being like yo dude so here's what happened this week <laughs> you yeah. know it's not like, man i'm an accountant in this minecraft no it's like just straight up actually life <laughs> only difference is bob has a coffee shop and he doesn't have that in real life uh might as well you know what i'm saying he's got he's good at the coffee stuff um but yeah so got fez even though the creator sucks I don't really know anything about that, but I'm gonna play it at some point because it's one of my um, one of my friends that he and I he was one of the guys on the old podcast I had um, with me, and what I don't know he loves the game. That's all I'm trying to say by that. And then I also picked up the longing, um, which was the one that's like the 400 days one. Uh, that one I'd heard about for the first time. I think there's two YouTube channels that. Um, that are not the same YouTube channel, but are pretty much the same YouTube channel. And I never know which one's which. Adam Millard and um, uh, an art game architect or something, some, something like that. It's like video essays. But okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to look it up because I'm subscribed to both of them. So it'll be really easy to find them. Um, but yeah, they're very similar and they do like, um, you know, video essays on 
game stuff, but it's usually like more like game design kinds of things. So a bit more broad like and not game specific. Toolkit. Yes. Okay. That, that's the other one. Yeah. It's, I, I think I said, cause Adam Miller, I think it's Adam Miller's game art, like architect of game or something like that is okay. the full name for that. And then the other yeah, one's game makers toolkit, yeah, but both of them. Yeah. Um, okay. And that is exactly what it was. It was, yeah. Adam Miller, the architect of games. They're super similar, like same kind of concept. So I don't know which one made it, but one of those two channels talked about, um, yeah, it was Adam Miller. He talked about uh, why the longing takes 400 days to play. And the thumbnail was the 900 or the 9,600 hour game. Um, so I watched that video a while ago and it was interesting. It's just about like time in games kind of more broadly. It's not just about that game, but it kind of uses it as a focal point. And I thought it was interesting. And honestly, it was that um, I saw Alex only from Nintendo Life post a screenshot of like, all right, 400 days to go. And I was like, you know what? If this is going to be a cultural thing where all of the Switch owners that are going to buy it, buy it on this day. And then 400 days later, they all finish it on this day, which isn't actually going to be the case. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, then like, it would be fun to be with everybody else. It's like, we did it. We finished it together in 400 days. Um, mm. But the moral of the story is that's not exactly how that goes. The In the game, depending on what you do, um, yeah, I only played it for like, probably an hour and a half or so, so far. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that there is a king who's uh, like gone to sleep for 400 days. He creates you a little shade and you're completely too by yourself. Sleep. Too much sleep. I mean, like what's he get? He's it's way too much sleep. He's going to just eat himself to death, you know, like from the inside I don't out. Know, I don't know how, I don't know how you sleep. Like, I feel like if I sleep too much, my mm -hmm. body is like, wake up. <laughs> my body is like, if you don't get up right now. <laughs> what kind of weird dreams is he having too? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But so like the... the Maybe he has a dream where he did wake up and he like did the day. So his, it like, his body tricks itself. It's like, no, yep. dude, I'm not asleep. <laughs> and that's it. Like, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's... um. So in the game, you uh, you essentially just go around. You have 400 days that you're supposed to theoretically just bide your time until you wake up the king. Um, but it's like pretty obvious right from the get-go that it's like... No, if you got 400 days with the king being asleep, how come you don't plan to usurp the king? <laughs> how come that's That's exactly the, the question. I think <laughs> to my understanding, there's multiple endings. And at the way beginning of the game, it shows like... Um, it pans down from surface level to down under the caves where you are. And then it like, you know, skips a whole bunch. So you can't tell actually how far it is. It just goes like surface level, cave, 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 cave. And then more caves down where you are. So it's like, obviously tons and tons and tons of caves and like tons of exploration that would have to happen and stuff. But ultimately you're like, do I stay here and wake up the king? Do I go back to the top or are there other things that I'll, find out about later that i don't know and like more mysteries to uncover and stuff like that and um but also the more interesting things you do in the game the faster time goes in it so it kind of feels like one of those things where like probably when you're getting close to the end you're almost like racing the clock because it's like oh the king's gonna wake up any minute now and he's gonna catch me trying to get out and he's gonna mm. be super mad about it um <laughs> that's my guess like i don't really know but that's kind of fun you know it's something that feels like just super boring doing nothing um has kind of a a neat little twist to it and that's 
I'm playing one other game, but I'll let you say some words instead. <laughs> I'm still on the smash grind, dude. I'm still trying to get good at the video game. Mm-hmm. Still, which is really not even a trying to get good at the video game. It's like trying to actively think more when I'm playing mm-hmm. the video mm-hmm. game. <laughs> because again, resting on my laurels and stuff, playing against too many people that are bad. So I'm like, or not better, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like, I and people that I play often that also rest on their laurels. Uh-huh. So it's like, they fall into a pattern. I know their pattern, pattern. I outplay their pattern and I rely on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm trying to actively be like, oh, he jumped here. So I'm going <laughs> to do this, you know, like that sort of thing. So more of that. I was listening Stream- to the podcast- yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was listening to the podcast last week and you were saying that you were, you know, good at smash and be people and stuff. And Ashley was listening to, cause we were in the car driving and she was like, Oh, AJ, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, no, he, he's, he's actually really good. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it is funny. All right. But yes, you streamed. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a burden because <laughs> I like playing the game so much, but I don't know anybody else that is like, and that's not to say that I'm like the best person ever. It's just like, I'm in this weird place where I don't mm-hmm. play the game and I'm not committed enough to the game to be like, I'm going to be a pro player, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I don't have like connections with other pro players to be like, yo, let's play dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but also the people that are like that play the game in a similar way to the way that I play it, don't want to play with me. <laughs> Because they're like, uh, I don't know about that. Either that or they just don't have the, the like, they're not available when mm-hmm. I'm available. Um, so it's like, yeah, gross, dude. And I hate it. So I'm like trapped most of the time. When I'm like, I feel like playing Smash. And it's like, my only option is to play online with randoms. <laughs> like, who, who was it? I, I want to say it was, um, it was before I joined Fanatics 4, before Smash Ultimate even came out. I think mm-hmm. I want to say there was a guest on the podcast who was saying that they're like, man, I could beat MK Leo or something like that. I, I can't even remember if MK Leo mm-hmm. was one of the people that's gotten canceled at this point, but it was somebody, no, you know, like, he's, okay, he's, cool. He's, <laughs> um, man, but I really want to remember who that was. It was somebody who was just like, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good at Smash, but it's not like it was. Oh, oh no, I remember, I remember who, exactly it was. who it was. I'm not saying it, but I remember who it was. And it's not before you joined the podcast. I know you're talking about though. Was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was after. It was definitely after. Oh, interesting. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. Um. Oh man, why did I forget his name? It's um Brazilian Canadian guy, right? No, no, no. Oh, I was else. pretty it was sure it was him. Else. Okay. No, then I don't remember. <laughs> I just thought that was funny in retrospective, like, because I definitely get that feeling of like, um, if you play against other people that just, I mean, like if I played against other people that didn't really know what they were doing either, like, I I know what I'm doing ish, um, Mm. but definitely not in a, you know, any kind of competitive sphere at all, including just like, you know, our peers level of competitive. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, if you just play with your friends that come over and you goof around and like, there's any amount of button mashing or whatever, where there's some RNG involved and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, sure. You could feel like you could beat anybody because it's all fairly RNG based at that point. Anyway. Right. So, and see, but that's yeah. the thing though. Like, and that's where I was like in a weird place with like mm-hmm. talking to Tweak and the buzz. It's like, uh-huh. well, Tweak, I feel like he understood quicker, but it was like, everybody has that friend. That's like, I'm the best 
of our friend group or uh-huh. whatever, right? But it's not yeah. just that. I ha- mm-hmm. it's not like this thing that's like I'm just within my friend group. I've been mm-hmm. tested by literally, literally, and again, this isn't an exaggeration. This is just me being honest. Yeah. I've played against thousands of people at this point, <laughs> right? On camera, you know, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and more often than not. I win like that. That's just the truth. So it's like, it's a similar situation to like how pro players are used to like, they always go through pools and they're going to make it through pools, but there's 12 people that's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, these people, these are the bracket demons. You know, these are the people I got to worry about. It's that Mm -hmm. thing that like, that's the part of the game that I'm not used to. I'm not used to playing against people that are on that level or higher other than a select few people. Right. Right. Like I'll play with Falcon and Falcon is like a, a person that pushes me Lee, you know, like mm-hmm. that's another person that pushes me to get better mm-hmm. at the game um but i got like four people like that maybe <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so limited of like when yeah. i feel like playing do they feel like playing you know mm-hmm. um that sort of situation yeah man also yeah canadian brazilian izzy it wasn't izzy yeah. no break no but it that wasn't was who it wasn't that was who that i was, was thinking a, of and that I was a meme because like he doesn't answer. like yeah he doesn't <laughs> like smash brothers and he was like he's like man i bet the lack of pick that game up that game looks easy blah blah, blah. Yeah. Like that sort of thing but no this was a whole this yeah. different dude um <laughs> not talking about it yeah though uh but other than that i streamed i streamed smash mostly this week mm-hmm. but me and lee yesterday we streamed pokemon and we did uh-huh. we did two tier lists this week we did a tier list where we took characters out of the video game Mm-hmm. and i mean there were a few people that was like this character and i mean jokingly too where it's like i play yeah. these characters that's messed up but they get it they know that their <laughs> characters are characters people don't like like if uh-huh. you, and it was the same thing for me like min min is in the take this character out of the video game list because mm-hmm. i know most people cannot fight min min so it's like mm-hmm. at, at that point it's like ah, nah, you can take her out it's fine yeah for the greater good mm-hmm. um but also also the fact that nothing's gonna happen based off of your list so it's like yeah not exactly really like, mad about you know what i mean like, no no that doesn't matter <laughs> that may that matters zero percent so zero it's just the fact that if it. you dislike a character that somebody mm-hmm. else plays especially if they're like on on the spectrum of like i kind of think i'm good at this video game yeah right. and like they always feel like that your opinion of their character invalidates how good or bad they mm-hmm. are or like their opponents are at the game or whatever right so like mm-hmm. if you're like your character's cheese that automatically is like you're bad because your character is easy <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> like, right um so th- there are people that like vehemently are like no sonic takes high skill it, it, it's so hard to know when the spin dash dude <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, like that sort of situation but i know what was um, the other tier list that was your list. We did the evolutions. I didn't post that one yet because you oh, like we you. we get done streaming at like midnight. I'm not gonna make a tweet at midnight. Yeah, right. I'm like, hey people, engage, <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm gonna post it probably mm-hmm. either like right after we get done recording this or tomorrow probably. Nice. Um, but yeah, people on me, people. Gonna, I mean, I don't know if people are gonna be mad about that. Just know Flareon's very low because Flareon's <laughs> bad at the video game. <laughs> um and that's like always like we're always straddling the line between both whenever me and lee do a um a tier list because we're like Mm -hmm. all right like the kirby tier list part of the kirby like where we put what kirby was like partially how much better does it make kirby but also like does it look dumb you know like what are the what's the origin like or the inspiration of like this design specifically Mm -hmm. and that's where it was that's kind of what the uh the ev evolution tier list i'm curious what your tier list is going to be for the evolutions because i mean i man i definitely feel like i have some different opinions from at least some other like 
I want to like Vaporeon's design more than mm-hmm. I like Vaporeon's mm-hmm. design. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that always bugs me. So like I'd actually put it lower than I'd like to have the opportunity to put it. Um, I don't even think Lee actually sent me it. So I can't even post it until I message him and be like, yo, send me that. Um, but Vaporeon's lower okay. than I would have expected just based off of like trying to compromise because yeah. like i was talking to people about the list of like i can't believe you put <laughs> whatever pokemon here mm-hmm. and i'm like it's two people making the list i'm not just gonna like that yeah, that's right. why blastoise is an s because if it was just <laughs> me i'm like no put blastoise in c <laughs> i'm still like, so proud of ian for that that made me so happy i was like Yes. And yeah, I'll, so coming back, I said this on Twitter, but to defend myself a little bit, blue is, I didn't pick blue because it was my favorite color because it wasn't my favorite color at the time. Green and white were my favorite colors because of Power Rangers. Um, Mm -hmm. Retrospectively, blue has become my favorite color. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think I literally picked blue originally just because it was, they were just both on the shelf and I was like, "Uh, I don't know, that one. And then probably I did pick Squirtle because it was the box pokemon and i definitely feel like that was the key something like like people did that it's like i picked this team (laughs) yeah (laughs) right and then that kind of informed other stuff but also i think in general just like i'm more of a water than fire kind of guy generally Mm. like as you know whatever things and i think i just liked the way especially in early gens that water interacted with um other types more than fire like fire felt like really cool but i think the fact that like that first time i picked charmander the first gym he had a really hard time at something about that mm-hmm. like probably uh what's the word i'm looking for i don't know like put something in my brain about incepted there's the thing incepted mm-hmm. something in my brain about fire is cool but it kind of sucks against certain things which is like mm-hmm. yeah duh everything does but <laughs> that's that was that so For me, it's very much so. I mean, it's a similar mindset to like why I like Smash Brothers so much. Yeah, right. And why I like Pokemon Trainer because it's like immediately they're not necessarily the best character in the game. Like, I could, if if I was Mm -hmm. doing the whole like trajectory of like, I want to be the best at every individual level. If Mm -hmm. I'm bad at the video game, I'm picking like Ganon, (laughs) I'm picking like (laughs) Palutena or something like that. So I can just throw out attacks and they work and you might die for it mm-hmm. um and then like once i'm getting higher i'm like i might pick like a mario or something like that and once i get really even more better i'm picking joker but because i just like pokemon and that's the character i like yeah that makes me want to get better at yeah. the game picking charizard's like yeah it's harder at the first gym or whatever yeah. but that makes it more fun because like <laughs> i'm like working with my friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, <laughs> So that's why. I mean, also because like and Charizard takes naps. So I was like, Charizard looks freaking sick. I want that one. Period. Like that is the full stop reason. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like blue, but I don't care because Charizard looks sick. (laughs) Also, he has blue. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Also, like best of both worlds, man. For as janky as Gen One sprites are, the Charizard one still like it's okay. It's pretty good. And Blastoise Mm. Gen One sprite is just so bad <laughs> like really sprite is bad oh too. yeah it is yeah. the japanese one is even worse i was watching the boundary break video or the region break video uh she says put up uh, that compared the japanese and american reds and man there's some janky sprites i mean in both to be honest like some of them yeah. got better some got worse but like the venusaur from from japanese red is is truly pitiful 
Yeah. You, I mean, you could just tell, like, I, I feel like the difference maker for the Pokemon taking off is mm-hmm. the fact that, like, they leaned in more to, like, the anime's, mm-hmm. like, uh, depiction yeah. of Pokemon. Because, yeah, like, sure. the games were very much so, like, this is an RPG, you know? Like, uh-huh. it, they're, they're weird monsters and stuff. Like, it, it's cool. And then mm-hmm. the anime came out, and they're like, oh, no, we got something else here. Like, th- <laughs> this is a bigger thing than that. Like, these aren't yeah. just, like, nondescript monsters that you run into. It's, like, these are characters in a world that mm-hmm. matter, you know? It's like So they, they just worked harder to make them more iconic you know yeah um, and their depictions in the video game i i feel like yeah the fact that pokemon yellow i'm just looking it up now uh, the folk that the fact that pokemon yellow sold literally i mean half as much as as the both of the other ones as, all through, i mean yeah as the other yeah. ones combined yeah yeah and that's honestly wow honestly that says even more because it's it's red green blue red blue like that's mm-hmm. all of those pokemon yellow definitely sold the most of any like individual, the, the one individual of any of those. yeah it sold like what two and a half of them alone did right <laughs> like yeah, if it was like, like red uh like the japanese red the jap like obviously japanese green and then mm-hmm. like the american blue in and red <laughs> like it yeah. probably sold like at least 75 percent of those four combined mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which just goes to show i think the like i mean a the pikachu marketing but the tie-in to the show and stuff because like looking ahead crystal sold six million versus the 23 million of gold and silver so like you know it definitely didn't have the same kind of yeah legs. Like it didn't like individually beat out uh-huh. not that i mean obviously that's still worth it you know like to do yeah. barely an upgrade i mean it's more than barely but to do just a small upgrade and sell six million copies like that's nothing yeah. to laugh at but <laughs> Yeah, and then I left. I mean, it's just like the the Nintendo sort of thing, where it's like, yeah, we could put out a Star Fox game and sell <laughs> two million copies, but like we could just do another Mario and sell twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so I do the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the last game that I'm playing real quick is Grindstone, but I'm playing it on my phone because I got a new phone, so I have Apple Arcade for three months for free. Which phone? So I was did like, you get? You um, I have a twelve. It came free Sick. when we changed plans. Nice. So. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But also, I mean, like, not same because, like, I partially did it so that I could get the phone. <laughs> like, it was like, I want to ultimately save money here if uh-huh. I switch. But, like, also, I get a phone. So. Yeah, right. So, yeah, when I'm playing Grindstone, it's, it's really good. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's on the Switch, so you can just pick it up there if you want. And the reason I got it on here instead of the Switch was, like, I didn't know – like looking at it, I a um, thought it was more like reactive and like fast and frenetic or whatever mm-hmm. than than it actually is. In a like, I was worried about that because um, like looking at it, every time that it would show uh, some gameplay, it would show the times where the guys like going and like chaining through different enemies and stuff, but never never points out the fact that like oh no you get to like sit and think of like i mean you can look at it if you want and like just try to do it really fast but generally mm-hmm. you kind of sit and like plan out the best path and it's like pretty strategic in that regard um which i'm definitely happy about because otherwise i yeah i just don't like things that feel like they're under time pressure especially mm-hmm. when it's a puzzle game um and then the other thing i was worried about was like with it being a mobile game and like you know i enjoyed playing candy crush some back in the day but that game those kinds of games are obviously meant to um let you feel really good about yourself for a little while and then at some point just like 
kind essentially paywall you out or mm. you know you either pay to play or pay to win or pay to wait or or pay not to wait or that kind of thing so I was worried about that with this, but because it's an Apple Arcade exclusive that now is a paid game, it doesn't, you know, it's not monetized or anything like that. So I wasn't aware of that, which means that um, uh, it's got all of its systems are just like regular in-game systems. It's just a straight up puzzle game. And so as you do stuff, you gain new weapons to do things with and different abilities and like can switch out your arsenal. So the different levels are easier or harder, depending on what you want to do. So I was very happy with all those things. Nice. And it's good and it's fun. I'm still playing it. <laughs> and uh, that's everything I'm playing. Speaking of Apple. I still, yeah. I still kind of want the blue computer, but I'm not going to do it because I literally computer? only want it because it's blue. <laughs> There's a blue iMac now. Oh, they did the Apple Silicon iMacs, but they only did like the freaking like you know the like grandma mm. family computer mm-hmm. college freshman refresh, and it's like nah, man, like the I I can't. I'm not no. <laughs> <laughs> uh man that's rough i'm not gonna do it i i still think i'm gonna hold to if i get another computer depending on like if the if the like prosumer level imac is good enough Mm -hmm. i'll go through the hassle of like selling this one and then buying that and then blah blah but i think my current plan is just to buy an apple silicon macbook pro whenever they do Mm -hmm. like the prosumer level version of that so it's killing two birds with one stone it's like i have the i'm future proof to like to an extent and also if i need to go somewhere and do something it's not like this thing of like ah but then i can't stream i can't record Mm -hmm. i can't blah 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 I'll be yeah. able to do that on my laptop. Smart. Um, so Apple. Yep. Hurry up. <laughs> True. Yeah. That's uh, I said that's rough earlier and I was going to transition with that. So I'm bringing that word back. It's rough. Mm-hmm. So is Scootish's comment about. Yeah. Um, Scootish is dumb. He's an stuff. idiot. I said, I was, I said, I was going to say that and I stuck to my word. And he did it. I'm doing this bit <laughs> uh, partially because of um, Heart Me Cutie, where she was like, Scootish hates me. And I was like, yo, Scootish hates me too. Scootish, first interaction I ever had with Scootish. And this is a bit. I was like, he just walked up to me. He was like, I hate everything about you. <laughs> You're freaking trash. <laughs> That's what Scootish said. You were there. Wow. Yeah. What a memory, honestly. Yeah. What a time. Um, so that's what happened, man. It was terrible. Mm hmm traumatized from it i mean i can imagine uh scootish i don't know if if you've been paying the therapy bills for aj but um you might know because he hates me why would you pay the therapy bills oh okay cool yeah makes sense uh he said uh in the q a and i'm pulling it up for the main topic because there's like not any news this week uh but i do want to talk about this he asked is pokemon snap really any good seems like some weeb stuff but he didn't Mm, say stuff um Yeah, this is the last week before Pokemon Scourge New Pokemon Snap comes out. Uh, he's been saying this the whole time. He's been saying it the whole time that like, <laughs> and he said it on the podcast when I uh-huh. had him on I the remember. podcast, where he was like, "It's not uh, like he never played it because it doesn't look like it's a good game." Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Which I never understood that. Like Bob kind of has like the same thing where mm-hmm. he doesn't understand why people like it, and it's like, but he he gets why people like Star Fox sixty four. They're the same video game. <laughs> they are the same video game with different coats of paint. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like, but it's on real. It's like, yeah, and so is Star Fox. The only difference is your reticle is dressed up as a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I 
I know, um, yeah, I told you this beforehand, but like, I remember before Animal Crossing came out, I and lots of other people were like, I, I mean, I guess it's going to be good, but I don't know why it's going to be good or what I'm going to like about it. And this is one that I think you and I both feel like, nah, this is going to be like, a, it's going to be big news for at least a couple of weeks on mm-hmm. Twitter and stuff. And like, people are going to enjoy it. And probably a lot of people that are like, oh, I didn't know I was going to enjoy this. So um, this is our last opportunity to to put a word in edgewise before we find out why. Um, yeah, I think thoughts? all of it, I mean, all of it boils down to very Breath of the Wild-like things where it's like it's mm-hmm. emergent gameplay. It's like, oh, I did that and this happened? Like mm-hmm. there, there's, they posted, they've been posting a few of the, like the interactions that can happen in the game. And there's this interaction where the Sharpedo is chasing the Squirtle and Lapras is like, nah, get out of here. And Sharpedo's like, oh, shoot, all right. Okay, giant fairy Pokemon, (laughs) F-E-R-R-Y. Let me get out of here. But like, what if you're like, hey, Lapras, what if I gave you a snack? Like, Mm -hmm. let's see how this played out. (laughs) Like to keep Lapras distracted while that's going on? Let's just let nature play its course and Mm -hmm. see what happens here. (laughs) Like, it's stuff like that that's like, so freaking you you eat an apple or a berry Mm -hmm. or whatever they want to call it in this video game. Lapras is like, oh, shoot food for the next 10 seconds Mm -hmm. and then squirtle freaking gets eaten and then he evolves into war turtle and punches through sharpedo's stomach (laughs) that's why people like pokemon snap dude yeah Yeah. that's like that's exactly it's like there's gonna be in and of itself if you do nothing but take pictures there's like cool scripted moments and that's Mm. fun to be able to see pokemon in a way that's like you know it's represented in the anime but it's not represented in the games of them doing the things that they're supposed to be doing in their world and it being like fun to see them do it but the fact that you can interact with it as well and change what happens based on all that is like that's the thing that's gonna depending on how interactive that is and like you know how much stuff can affect things um you know because the thing that i've never known i guess about the original too is like is is it a lot of branching paths as far as like, you know, there are scripted things that happen, but then in that case, I throw a ball at Lapras. It's not really like an, if I throw a ball at Lapras, then this happens. I mean, it kind of is. And Um, in the original Pokemon Snap, there are individual interactions that are like, if this, then that, if not, then this. Yeah. But but this this, one could very well have more complicated stuff. 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah, so like... At the very least, I would expect them to have like though that like the amount of individual interactions be mm-hmm. expanded. Yeah. Like I, I can't see it being a thing where it's like each individual interaction has four different possibilities or whatever, but I can mm-hmm. see each individual interaction contributing to more than one yeah. interaction that's not just like oh okay well the charmeleon's coming better get my apple ready yeah you know it's <laughs> like oh shoot do i want i don't want to throw the apple at charmeleon or do i want to throw it at freaking moltres and see what happens there you know like that sort mm-hmm. of like it being two things at once that you need to choose between to see what the alternate path is or neither one of those things and just do it as normal and i think that like they're already kind of hinting at that just by the fact that i mean first of all the thing that they're showing off right now is the interactions like right. if, yeah like if the whole bread and the uh, bread and butter if this is just literally pokemon snap how it is that doesn't make sense for them to do it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense for them to show us those interactions because that would be the value of the video game mm-hmm. right but, yeah 
us being able to be like, ah, I wonder if I can do something else here. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of the fact of like, they're doubling down on the fact that it's like, yo, you can go to these places at different times of day. <laughs> like <laughs> that's going to change like the Pokemon that are yeah. there, which will change like what you see and like, all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that is like the core of like, what is cool about this game. Um, like from a gameplay perspective, obviously right. it has like the poke, like Detective Pikachu appeal, where it's like, yo, I get to see the Pokemon, yeah. like in their natural habitat, interacting with each other and with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it has that appeal. But I mean, there's also the like the obvious thing that I think we don't even talk about that much, but like actually the taking pictures and getting s- scores on those pictures and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like that's pretty fun once you get into it. You know, like if it were just mm-hmm. that probably to kind of suck but yeah. um i mean, my, that that's I mean also it, it, would, it would suck but it would uh, not in the sense that it would be bad yeah. like right. this is a bad video game because it would be like, uh, like, like but the fact that i'm paying 60 dollars for this yes. arcade game yeah. is like eh, i don't know about that but because <laughs> i think the draw the reason why i am okay on top of the fact mm-hmm. of like the detective pikachu thing like pokemon as a brand is worth 60 dollars it doesn't really matter what the game is <laughs> yeah um sort of thing and i and that's not even just me saying that like that's not even the fact that like Everybody knows I love Pokemon, blah, blah. Pokemon is, again, literally for the thousandth time, the most valuable entertainment brand. So they can charge $60 for the thing and it will sell. Therefore, it's worth $60. But even like detached from that, I think that like the emerging gameplay and from the fan, it was like from a gaming fan, that's just cool. It's very (laughs) similar to like what we, I mean, and we get to a question about this later, but like WandaVision. Where it's mm-hmm. like, I care about the MCU fine, but like I was big invested in WandaVision from a mm-hmm. fan's perspective of media, where it's like, mm-hmm. what are they doing? <laughs> you know, like that, <laughs> that sort of thing, right? Like, I don't even have to care about the MCU to care about WandaVision because right. they're twisting like known tropes and like if you watch sitcoms or movies or TV in general, like you understand like there's certain rules and the show fundamentally breaks them in a lot of different ways. Um, that is interesting. The fact that this game does that in a smaller way obviously it does breath of the wild stuff of like yo i was running down this thing and this dragon popped up did you see this dragon no i didn't see the dragon i saw a freaking cyclops there yeah right like it's that sort of situation yeah it is that situation and it'll be a fun game but not even close to as fun as diddy kong racing 2 um which you talked about uh, existing yeah, for yeah. sure confirmed that was the, no questions was the most minor part of it where it's like <laughs> I, guess. I literally was like i guess like i guess i'll talk about freaking diddy kong i mean and i like i, I like diddy kong racing uh-huh. but the whole reason and I, i've talked about this being a thing that ha- i don't know how often it happens for you where it's like i think of like this random video game idea where it's like yo like it'll be something small in the news cycle like this where it's like yo but like what if what if they did this with this character and i I was like, I can't make a full video about that unprompted for no reason. I have to like <laughs> make it like a full thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are. Here we are. Diddy Kong. I don't even like somehow I missed the news of the model um, mm. happening. I guess it was, I guess it was while I was out of town or something. Um, but you know, it just cool popped up stuff. on my Twitter. Cause like I follow like the game, like whatever game topic I follow on Twitter. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that blew up within that. Like, yeah, there's this new model, and I was like, whatever. But then I was like, but <laughs> what if? What, what if? if? Yeah. So here's some comments from. Uh, so first one, Incel Destroyer says, "Bruh, you reach an LMAO fun video regardless." 
see, but this is the thing. This is the thing. And I replied to this comment because like, I hate the sentiment, like the sentiment thing. Uh-huh. Our videos are literally never from the perspective of like, this is de- enhance, right. enhance, enhance. <laughs> For sure, this is going to be the thing. It's like, yeah. oh, this is a fun talking point. You know, like this is something that's in the news. What if, yeah. <laughs> what if it happened though? Like how sick would that be? And when it does, that's cool. If it doesn't, so what? <laughs> it was still yeah. fun talking about it. Um, it, like we're not game explain. <laughs> we're not trying to be like, yeah, we're gonna spoil the game before it comes out. So, I mean, not spoil. Spoil is like a it has a more negative connotation, right? But like, figure out the game, or like, yeah. Yeah. like we're gonna like tell you how the game pans out before mm-hmm. anybody sees it because we're that good. Like, that's yeah. not what I'm doing here. I'm not eight ball corner pocketing you. I'm saying like this would be cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like, because honestly, a this like some of these videos are things that we could make at any time but people just wouldn't necessarily a watch it or b be shown it at any time mm-hmm. but when more people yeah. are talking about a re- related topic it's you know kind of helps other videos yeah because be like if we're ju- if we're literally making that video if we're making the video of like uh, a game explaining video mm-hmm. we're like ah, yeah. look at this uh look at this news topic thing and here's the hidden details that you missed chances are we're going to make the same exact video that they made right. they have a million subscribers we do not <laughs> <laughs> and even for the case where it's like there's a lot of, obviously we have crossover there's people that watch our videos and watch their videos and mm-hmm. watch all of our videos and watch all of their videos like those people do exist mm-hmm. um but I don't want to make them watch the same video over again, even if the small discrepancies there where it's like our opinions yeah. may vary here, blah, blah. I'd rather mm-hmm. go completely left field and be like, this is a fun topic to talk about. Like, this is a thing that's happening right now. I'm going to give you my like overall thoughts on like what's happening here, which is like this model mm-hmm. probably doesn't, I mean, it, it probably doesn't mean much. It definitely means something, but it probably doesn't mean like the best case scenario here. But like, let's talk about the best case scenario because it could still be fun you know mm-hmm. um rather than the whole thing of like going in the whole other opposite direction of like memeing it into oblivion where it's like let's um like tongue-in-cheek like analyze the fur here you know like that mm-hmm. sort of situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a happy medium it's like a fun topic not taking it too seriously injecting a little bit of news and like game industry like mm-hmm. you know just from like analyzing the industry and seeing like in the past they've done this so mm-hmm. that probably means this doesn't mean anything but mm-hmm. it also it probably means that like it doesn't again it's not like not something to like go crazy about yeah um, yeah and speaking of crazy brooks eggleston said um <laughs> our friend from character design forge said oh my gosh Diddy Kong Wood Tech Hollow Knight sounds so amazing. I'm Dude. saying it would be freaking sick. That'd be super It'd be cool. dope. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, there's so much that, and again, this mm-hmm. sounds like more biased than I actually mean it, but I think Smash Brothers opens up mm-hmm. the like potential of so many franchises yeah. just by like how Sakurai like reimagines them. Um, because it's like their games, especially like the older characters, like the, the Captain Falcons, the Foxes and stuff like that, like yeah. just by how he depicts them in the game where he extrapolates where it's like, okay, they may not have this move, but their world has these rules and like, mm-hmm. this is how it operates. So this makes sense, you know, like this fits contextually. Yeah. Um, like the fact that he does that, it's like, oh, but yeah, like what if they went like the snake ate its tail in that uh-huh. way, right? Where it's like, okay, like Smash Brothers was inspired by our game in this way. Let's use how, like, the outcome of that 
to be inspired and make something out of that. The Breath of the Wild situation, where it's like the original yeah. Zelda came out and then games got inspired by that. And then Ocarina of Time came out and was like, okay, let's do a 3D. And then more games got inspired by that. Now with uh, with Breath of the Wild, they're like, oh, okay, let's, let's take some now. Like we give a lot, let's take. <laughs> and then like expand on it and blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's a give and take sort of situation. Mm -hmm. it, like the idea of them again like going further from the thing of like okay we think this thing that sakurai did is really cool let's go further with it and how sakurai's done it right where yeah. uh the kid icarus uprising where he's like okay i'm gonna reimagine this character because there's no like modern depiction of it but he can be cool you know um mm -hmm. so he did that in smash and then he made a game off of that as a springboard and that game's really cool yeah um so like if more developers did that i think it'd be it could be dope i think with the wood tech thing too like there's a Swiss Family Robinson kind of opportunity for for just Donkey Kong in general, and I feel like especially for Diddy Kong because he kind of feels like the the you know with his like rocket or with his uh, you know jetpack backpack yeah. kind of thing. Like there's there's an element where he feels like he could be kind of the brainy one that you know fits stuff together or whatever. And so that yeah. would be really neat just to have like sort of that like technology, but like the, yeah, the like Swiss Family Robinson version of technology in their worlds that could get introduced and like could open up a whole bunch of gameplay opportunities as well. That'd be yeah. super cool. Uh, Nebnub says, imagine Retro or the Mario Odyssey team or Rare to make a brand new 3D Donkey Kong adventure with 2D, 3D and racing sections. Yo, racing would be yeah. a, a left, <laughs> that'd be out of left field. I mean, if they if they did like the, the thing of like, yo, people like Diddy Kong racing, let's mm -hmm. make a Diddy Kong game and then also like incorporate the racing part, you know, like mm -hmm. I could see that. I think the question with this that's that's a little tricky is like, that feels a little like a Sonic Forces approach mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. a franchise that's kind of you know dormant or like they're not exactly sure what to do with or whatever yeah. um, where it's so like, like we don't know what the identity jack of all trades be, master so, of none yeah, sort like, of exactly yep, yeah yep, yep. so that could i mean it could be cool but it would be one of those things where like i would rather either you know one or two of those things i mean ideally all three of those things fleshed out well but i would still rather one I mean, of those see, things fleshed uh, out really yeah. well i agree like i don't i don't really need i mean the racing like racing in 3d could be interesting mm -hmm. i don't need this to be 2d i've i know what diddy right yeah exactly yeah um so like i i think it would be more interesting if this was like a fully 3d thing because yep. they didn't they haven't gotten that right yet um, and in the same way that Mario can exist both in 2D and in 3D mm -hmm. and be significantly different. Like there's people like Max that like, like one, but hate the other, <laughs> you right. know, like being able to have like that dichotomy with all their franchises, I think it's very possible and could be interesting. Um, like Nintendo is in the unique position where it's like, not only do they like, um, lose out on the potential of like using all of their franchises and like you know like really like blowing them up mm -hmm. in one way where it's like okay ice climbers can be our like 3d like survival game or whatever right, right? Yeah. like that could be the thing and then that's just it but like what if it's that and then also a more modern 2d take on it like mm -hmm. they they could like double dip on every franchise they have Easily, and it, yeah. they would make a lot of money off of that um, but also, I mean, it would take a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of resources and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. So, like, I get why they don't, but. Yeah. I do wonder if that's something, or no, even wonder, but, like, wish that that's something that they cared about prioritizing is, um, I, that sounds more negative than I actually even mean it. But, like, 
that, you know, I, I don't know that they're really trying to get that many more studios or any of that kind of thing yeah, to be no, able to yeah. do all those. But at the same time, they're working with like other devs for especially more games within their own franchises, like new Pokemon stat being Bandai right. developed and stuff like that. Um, mm. Koei Tecmo doing another thing. So like there is an element to where I think they are saving in-house they, studios they, they to be able to do... do it on some level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at this, like in this regard, it's like, it's kind of um, all down to like the company they aspire to be. Yeah. Like because right. of like, they have a very Apple approach to mm-hmm. an Apple and Disney and that sort of thing. Right. Um, it's like, ah, I mean, like if they double down on the Disney thing, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there's hope to that. Cause like they're doing that at this point. Now yeah. Disney's like, okay, let's make everything. <laughs> um, yeah. like, not, but that, they also have plans like out like seven years in advance that we mm-hmm. know even up to like, you know, 2024 or something right. like that. But like that said, for all we know, Nintendo also has plans out yeah, to 2027. I mean, that's true. But the, I mean, the game, we just don't know about that. Public. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah um but i was going to say like if their like inspiration was amazon like we would have that they would be like okay yeah we're throwing a billion dollars at every single one of our franchises Mm -hmm. why not you know like that sort of situation um but they're a lot more conservative than that so yeah or at least they have been again we don't know yeah right (laughs) (laughs) honestly i i'm i'm really interested in 2021 especially because we know so little and we're in the point where We've gotten so many. Um, we've gotten so many of the first, like big first party franchises, already out of the way. So the mm-hmm. question now is like, yeah, do they come back and mostly double dip, or mm. do they, you know, keep expanding? And I like, I wouldn't be surprised to see a new Star Fox, a new Donkey Kong, or a new Metroid this year. Um, mm. But I'd but be shocked just, if we see Metroid because we already know what metroid is i think i mean the root like there's been rumors of a 2d metroid for a long time so mm-hmm. like yeah you know something with that but uh i mean obviously yeah, it wouldn't be a 3d metroid it would, it would have to be a 2d metroid mm-hmm. i don't know uh and then tg tjp real says platonic games should make a new 3d donkey kong game they are the rare devs yeah that's exactly why i don't want them to do it <laughs> <laughs> because like they already tried that and then they tried it again with ukulele mm-hmm. and it was like yeah hey, this is this is mm. yeah honestly uh, i feel like ukulele in the possible layer that's 2d though yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, and it's like, good i think, like, yeah, I I think their territory yeah. i mean which is weird because like banjo kazooie is really good mm-hmm. um but then again it's i wonder really good if it's in a the context of that kind generation of thing sort of, yeah true where like with that i think there's probably a um a pre-production just issue in general with mm-hmm. because you don't know what to aim for when you mm-hmm. start pre-production if you're doing a kickstarter and then yeah. you get money and you get more money you get more money so like instead of having a solid foundation i feel like you end up having like seven different little foundations and then mm-hmm. building things off of that which is like probably pretty janky and that's probably why a bunch of kickstarter games don't turn out super great um because yeah you know they bit, they bit off more than they could chew at that point but mm-hmm. i do wonder if they try to do a, a another ukulele if that turns out any better but i still don't want them to be the ones to do it through yeah, donkey no. Kong. I, I, I would much rather it be developed super lucky sale like, or yeah i mean that that's would be cool. I, I, I mean I, i'm not saying they're my first choice i'd say mm-hmm. like 
Nintendo APD is my first choice. But because yeah. <laughs> I would like to see like a, a company that has like a mix, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. there's a mixture of people that are like steeped in the industry and have been, so they've worked on games like this in the past, but they're mm-hmm. also like new, like new blood, right? Yeah. Where it's like a lot of people that have played these games and grew up with these games and they have new ideas for them, right? So it's like mm-hmm. the foundations there where it's like, okay, we know what works and we know what didn't work. Let's not do this. Let's do this. And then there's people with new ideas where it's like, oh, and also let's try this out. Um, I think that mm-hmm. that's like the best balance for like bringing, like reviving something yeah. um, from nothing or th- in this scenario, making good on a promise that was interesting, but didn't <laughs> pan out right. Um, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Mad Society 20294 says, I hope for a new Donkey Kong game. I don't care if it's a teaser and says something like summer 2022 or something. I can't see Retro Studios making a new Donkey Kong game with them being busy working on Metro Prime 4. I would love to see the Mario Odyssey team make the next Donkey Kong game. Um, I don't know if they would do that. I don't know if they, I, I feel like the Mario Odyssey team is like the Mario. I mean, and to be fair, EPD shuffles like people. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, you go work on Splatoon these right. next two years or whatever, right? Um, but for the most part, like the Zelda team is like the Zelda team, the Mario team is mm-hmm. like the Mario team. It's like while they may like shift around talent every once in a while, I doubt that they would dedicate the Mario team to mm-hmm. something that's not Mario because Mario is just too big for that. Right. Um, I I would like to see them do I mean like EPD do it though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Retro is entirely focused on metroid Mm -hmm. i think that like the fact that like they're still hiring for this video game (laughs) doesn't say to me that they're not staffed enough for the video game i think Mm -hmm. that they're working on metroid and they're like we also want to work on other stuff so we don't want to like have all hands on deck on this game we want to have people that can focus on this and people that can do the other things that we yeah i definitely like they have a history of that they have a history of having a lot of like um plates in the air yeah spinning them (laughs) and a lot of them fall but they try a lot of different (laughs) stuff (laughs) yeah i definitely like you know obviously there's good things going with the um like tropical freeze and the donkey kong country franchise as it is so i definitely want them to be involved in some way even if it's like half retro half epd or like split Mm -hmm. focus kind of like you know like fire emblem was where it's between koei and uh intelligent systems and stuff like a similar kind of thing where there's some elements that they both bring together. Cause I think we'd be remiss to have uh, a brand new 3d Donkey Kong that doesn't feel anything like the 2d Donkey Kong. Like it, there's still mm-hmm. momentum of him that needs to carry over, which like obviously Nintendo cares about that because they care about that with Mario and with, you know, everybody else, but like, yeah. um, but I could see them caring less about it for Donkey Kong for sure <laughs> than, mm-hmm. um, than for Mario. obviously because mario uh simon baker says the chances should be quite high of getting a new oddball donkey kong game right the switch will reportedly have a longer than usual lifespan because of this Mm -hmm. and the wii u ports nintendo will soon have entries of every main franchise on the system this almost forces them to either dip into their back or their b and c tier franchises or revive a new one um yeah i feel i feel like that and i felt like that since the switch took off where it's like the Switch gives them a unique 
um, opportunity that they haven't had in a long time since Mm -hmm. the SNES where they can try a lot of things. And just as long as they're like good games Mm -hmm. that people will buy them Um, because people are still like ravenous for like (laughs) big new switch games. That's why like, even if we have multiple like marquee blockbuster titles, people feel like, ah, this year suck because I didn't have like a major game to play every month. Mm -hmm. Um, I, the fact that there's so many people that feel that way is like a blank check for Nintendo to be like, okay, <laughs> like let's just make all of the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, Nintendo is pretty conservative. So like they'll probably yeah. do like that to some degree. They probably won't do it as much as they probably should and mm-hmm. could, you know, but they, they will get more risks than, and they, I mean, they've said as much than, than they've done recently, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, no, I mean, like, yeah, I think this comment sums up exactly how I feel about this. And that's that's not to say what's 100% likely, but it is what more seems like, yeah, yeah, more likely or just like a great opportunity, if nothing else, that like, mm-hmm. it's like now is prime time for them to be able to do some of these things um, and have them succeed as well as they ever could. But again, that's not necessarily to say that they're yeah. 100% going to do I, it. I think that the, the, the problem and the, like, I think what we bump into a lot with not comments like this, but comments like the first one where it's like, oh, this is, this is reaching or whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. like in the past or recent past, I should mm-hmm. say, Nintendo has been like, ah, we don't really want to like do that. We'd rather right. do this game that's going to sell X amount, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. a lot of times people like argue that in bad faith where it's like they're not looking at why mm-hmm. Nintendo's like that. They're not looking at the fact that it's like our last freaking six home mm-hmm. consoles sold <laughs> under half of, of what our first one did, right? Yeah. So right. maybe we shouldn't do what we did the <laughs> first time because we don't have the audience for that they're just like ah nintendo's not doing what i want so therefore they hate money (laughs) you know like that whole thing but now they're in a very different space they have already demonstrated that they know that because they have been taking a lot more risk even before they publicly said we want to take more risks Mm -hmm. you know like that sort of situation so i think it's just it's more logical to assume that more things will be different than the same yeah. I mean, and like to to the degree that we in 2018 and 2019 were like, all right, now our third party's finally picking up the fact that like the Switch is doing all right and you can actually put, put games here. I'm, Nintendo obviously themselves, you know, are mm-hmm. also listening and like seeing what's doing well and like watching that kind of stuff. So like it, they, they weren't like they were confident about the switch for sure as far mm-hmm. as like sales trajectories and stuff go at the beginning but we've also heard pl- plenty of reports from internal people where it's like it's kind of do or die like we're pretty sure it's going to go great because we think it's great but also who knows um yeah. you know they're not overconfident about it which means like that they definitely needed the the market to reassure them that it was okay to take the risks um, right. which now means that like we're at a point where we could start to see those come to fruition this year or next year or well, right. because and, and like, I think that I it, de- it depends on if they like internalize, like you can chart, <laughs> you can chart <laughs> their successes and their mm-hmm. failures to a T where it's like, okay, here they did this thing and mm-hmm. it did great. So the next time they tried to do it again, didn't do as good. So like, Oh shoot. Okay. Let's yeah. try this thing and let's be conservative about it did great rinse and repeat (laughs) (laughs) you know like you can you can 
definitely see that. Like we, it was like, uh, we're like kind of like, we're pretty confident. Like it could be great. And then it blew up and it, like DS did similar. Right. Uh-huh. And then they came into Wii U being like, top dog, man. We got a hundred million seller. We got 150 million seller. We don't even got to figure out what the, the selling point for this thing yeah. is. And then it came out and it flopped. So then switched. They're like, oh, we think this is a pretty cool idea, but like, <laughs> we, <you." laughs> you yeah. know, like that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully they yeah. internalize that and they are to yeah. some degree I mean, still not yeah. taking that big of a risk and not getting too far mm-hmm. like too ahead of themselves and being like you literally are too big to fail <laughs> you know like hopefully they yeah. don't do that i um, mean definitely like because there's been comments from furukawa that said uh, something to the effect of like i you know i never feel confident about how we're doing or something like that where he was mm-hmm. like i don't good. know i'm i'm feeling uh, yeah just like that he's never overly confident and that's like I'm I'm here for that <laughs> mm-hmm. because I, you know, I went, I wanted to be able to rest easy, but at the same time, yeah. not like, you know, on his off hours, not for, yeah. for the video right. games. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, I mean, that even goes further than Nintendo. That's yeah. how failure happens in this industry. Mm-hmm. Unanimously, <laughs> like across the board, every single failure was due to hubris. Yeah. Every single one of them. <laughs> like, so yeah. They just got to chill out, man. Like, <laughs> take your wins gracefully. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, next comment. This is from Feral King, who says, while it would be nice to have my childhood back with DKR, uh, Diddy Kong Racing, Diddy Kong and a Rego at 3D Donkey Kong, I'm liking, I'm liking the Diddy, his we Luigi's Mansion. Diddy, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'd like to give Diddy his Luigi's Mansion treatment a lot more. Yeah. I agree. That yep. is the significantly more exciting thing for me. For sure. I mean, because obviously Luigi's Mansion, you know, it did okay in the first one. It did pretty well in Dark Moon. And then it's like doing great exactly. in, yep. in Luigi's Mansion 3. So it, you yeah, because it's like the first one's the proof of concept. The second mm-hmm. one's like, all right, it's senior. Iterating I mean, a little I mean, bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, junior, junior, <laughs> sophomore, or, yeah. sophomore or whatever. Uh, like that whole thing of like, all right, is it going to, like, are they going to drop the ball? And the third one's like, ah, nah, they got this, man. Yeah. Like they yep. did it two times before and then it freaking mm-hmm. blows up. And then it's also like, the fallout four situation where it's like so many people talked about fallout three that fallout mm-hmm. four was going to like blow up yeah right exactly like the yep. latent hype from that mm-hmm. where it's like i'm not going to jump in now but i'll try the next one you know? <laughs> yeah uh, and that's why like honestly metroid prime four i was talking about it on twitter with some mm-hmm. people of like that it's it's nintendo does have to do a lot of good marketing and all that stuff and the game has to be great but the marketing's already been going on for four years at this point yeah. where it's just like yeah. just people being like but metroid bottom four you know like mm-hmm. yeah just saying those words is is doing it you know yeah last one Mega Man says diddy kong racing has a huge yes for me all caps I and i completely agree that this is the only option for nintendo that's what you said right that's kind i mean there are no other diddy kong games even worth talking about thinking about no, that's cap. Diddy Kong Racing is, I mean, I'd be down, but it's definitely not the most exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. Uh, but yeah, fun times. All right. And then we got comments from my video and then we've got some Q&A after that. So here we go. Um, I talked about F-Zero. What a fun, fun time. This is, I mean, okay, so you know this and I didn't want to say it in the video because obviously I wanted the video to feel more evergreen and stuff like that. But like, a good half of that is stuff that we've already been talking about and you talked about in a video back like three years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like 
it's true. Like that's the way it should be. So um, credit where credit's due. And also for the editing parts, because I felt like just garbage, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, in any case, but like, see, that's the thing. I li- multiple times I've been like, yo man, <laughs> like if you can't edit for whatever reason, don't worry about it. Especially yeah. like, with, like how you're like, I wanted to help your edits just generally <laughs> because like if you edit mm-hmm. the video and it's like the like the the baseline edit of like mm-hmm. the footage whatever's related on the screen blah blah and just be like yo here this would be cool if it went on mm-hmm. the screen like that is very easy for me to do well, very mm-hmm. <laughs> um your video was literally a thing of like uh i saw that you you sent a file i was like on discord with lee or something i was like i'll get to this when i wake up <laughs> i woke up at like 11 i was like ah maybe i'll like edit this or whatever and then it was like one and i was like okay i'll edit the video now it's time for me to edit the video now and then i finished it at 2 30 <laughs> so it's like yeah the, those edits of like just whatever's on the screen occasional mm-hmm. like here's visual representation of the thing that he's talking about that i can't show you um in an interesting way without an animation Mm -hmm. um that base level edit is easy or the editing on top of your baseline base level edit is easy um Mm -hmm. so like if we can like or whenever again like when you're not able to edit Mm -hmm. that's no problem for me the thing that takes me a long time is scripting (laughs) that's the thing that's like i'm sitting here and i'm scripting for 10 hours where it's like (laughs) nah i don't i don't like this i need to redo this no i like the wording here i gotta add more to this i think i just pick topics (laughs) that i yeah i think i pick topics that are easier for myself because i do not have that problem (laughs) like i mean it's not to say scripting is always fast but like i don't know like usually tops of like four or five hours but like more often probably three sometimes two like this one uh yeah i just went i also like was fine making this one be shorter than normal because i got to a point where i was like uh that's all my thoughts I'm done. All right. That'll be all yeah. my thoughts. Instead of being I think, like, I think uh, like I could find more things to say. It's, it's rare. Like the only time that like I know from the get go that the video is going to be easy is if a Pokemon thing happened. Yeah. But right. more often than not, when a video is easy, it's because I spent six hours trying to do a video that was more complicated <laughs> that just for one reason or another. I was like, uh, oh, I yeah, I don't want to do that. So then I was like, all right, here's this easy idea. And mm-hmm. it takes me two hours or less than that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, some comments. Uh, Feral King says, hey, you had, we both had one from Feral King. Mm-hmm, Look at that. Mm-hmm. Said, I like this idea. Personally, I'd like more added to the combat. Like, give each character their own set of special moves slash attacks to use to get the other racers to retire, but have them limited by cooldowns so that way you can still keep the skill-based gameplay intact. This will also help flesh out the characters more. For single player, you give characters their own personal story missions to help flesh them out more. I feel like these coupled with online will definitely do the series well i agree yeah i think um i actually read this something something we talk about a lot in videos like this especially when it's like the star foxes the other things yeah like all that stuff there's like this balance where it's like i do like i stand by even knowing falcon and being friends with him and all that Uh stuff i think and these scenarios where these franchises are like I mean, they don't keep up with them usually because they just don't sell enough to be worth it. Yeah. It's it's worth like referring to the fans and being like, we want to like, mm-hmm. like do like 
make good for them mm-hmm. or whatever, right? But not uh, cater specifically to them. Exactly, exactly. It's it's just a smarter move to have moments where it's like they do almost like Easter egg situations where it's like, oh, I noticed that. Like this yeah. is a mechanic that's inspired by this thing, you know, like that sort of thing, rather than to be like, we need to keep the core intact because mm-hmm. obviously the core is not big enough. So yeah. like it, it's more worthwhile to be like, what idea with the masses like for this IP and like, how can we use like, what this IP is about, again, at its core, um, into something that's more marketable and mm-hmm. uh, can be embraced by more people. Yeah. I mean, cause uh, honestly, I think we all agree that like, if an F-Zero fan wants more F-Zero games, making a game that's tailored exactly to what an F-Zero fan originally would have expected with no, alterate no alterations barely at all or even the same like there's a lot of there's a lot of articles that are like you don't need a grand idea just make f-zero and put online racing that's cap that's not going to sell i'm telling you now and then there's no more f-zero games ever you know because they they tried it again they came back to the they came back and tried it again and it just didn't work so like obviously they're like well i guess even in 2021 just doesn't work never Mm. gonna do it (laughs) yeah so i think it's definitely important to have to have uh you know something different that uh actually there will be a comment about that a little bit later but yeah i like this the um i replied to this comment actually and i first first off read this as um unique attacks for characters in the like on foot parts Mm -hmm. um realizing now they mean more like in the yeah um, like double dash sort of which i'm i a totally fine with both um Mm -hmm. i think i think it's like smash it would be good to have like a competitive mode where it's, you know, final destination, no items, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then also fun. Final destination like, is trash. Battlefield. <laughs> Battles, Battlefield. Um, Battlefield also bad. No, I'm joking. And they're not bad. <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. They're not bad. It's just like as a competitive game, there's counter picks for a reason. There's certain right. stages yeah. that are good for certain characters and bad for other ones. Interesting. Um, that's another conversation. But yes. So yeah, I mean, I think like those kinds of things. Um, and I like the idea of like, in terms of on foot combat stuff, A, for it to happen at all, to be able to Falcon Punch, but then also, and this is the thing I commented of like, Falcon Punch is only Falcon Punch. If you're not playing as Captain Falcon and you unlocked a new character, and that, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's gotta be something different, you know? And like, mm-hmm. that's a great opportunity to have like a couple like special moves in the action bits that are that are something different. But then also similarly in the racing parts, have the racing be varied. Um, there's a comment, uh, Danny Man uh, said, I feel like it could have a racing story mode where there are like chase missions. And I think mm-hmm. that kind of thing too, where like, that's not a part of the competitive gameplay and the like high tier gameplay. Like if you're an F-Zero fan, then that experience will be captured in the game for you, but it's not going to be all that the game is. Um, mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't have chase missions in that, but in the you know main game, there's bits that are just that. Um, mm. Would be cool. It'd be like a, a Pokemon thing where it's like yeah. that competitive DNA is there and yep. the competitive player will be better than you at the chase yep. missions. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like, it's not a chase mission exclusive thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah um uncultured swine <laughs> said and that's they said that not me uh said f-zero is prime for spinoff material wrong game not prime it's it's ready for oh my god it was a mentor joke um f-zero is prime for spinoff material have a beat-em-up that feels like a modern version of captain commando but it's f-zero 
it was it would help a lot if during F-Zero's comeback, a character from the series and or Mute City Melee gets added into Smash Bros. I mean, I think the fact that Captain Falcon's already there is like, you're doing great, but if they yeah, also- Yeah, I, I think like, I think that like, I mean, it could, it could help the game. It could, yeah, if, right. Exactly. If they did, they, they would need to do, I think that this game, and I know you said like in the video that it would be a shame if they made this a Captain Falcon game, but they kind of, I mean, I mean yeah. Game. Like they got to make it a Captain Falcon game in the sense that like, in essence, they, if not in name, yeah. Yeah, like, and the same way that, for whatever stupid reason, uh, Marvel and Sony thought that Iron Man was, like, imperative to be in Spider-Man. Right, like, It's, it's yeah, that yeah. sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, um, in this case, I think it's more valid. <laughs> like, I definitely <laughs> think that, like, Captain Falcon as an entity has significantly more clout <laughs> than yeah. F-Zero. Um, so, like, they got to do, like, the comic book integration thing, where it's like, here's this character that you know, but here's a world that you don't (laughs) you know like that that sort of situation yeah no i i definitely agree um and then instinct lab says hear me out a star fox f-zero crossover starlink had space exploration and racing do it like that i feel like they can make a blend so well 100%. I mean, I, I think that that's like a down the line sort of thing. Yeah, right. Because, I, like, I think wanna, it would suck. Wanna, mm-hmm. You don't want to take both of your franchises that are struggling in the same exact way and put them yep. together. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like, I think ultimately it would, I mean, it's kind of like, <laughs> like a PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale mm-hmm. kind of thing where like none of, not some of those franchises, but a lot of them weren't like particularly popular in and of themselves there was mm-hmm. definitely a mixed bag there and putting them all together makes you feel like i don't really yeah, care it just makes me any not of these. care about the game right yeah yeah, like, yeah. i mean and the same kind of thing with like i you know sure shovel knight is in some fighting games and that kind of thing but like i don't care about this game more because shovel knight's in here it's just like mm-hmm. oh that's a game where i care about all these other characters less than i care about shovel knight yeah, exactly. I can just play Shovel Knight. Like, I, th- I think the the bulk of it needs to be that like I care so much about multiple characters in this yes, video. Yes, right. Um, like Smash Brothers is very it's good because like there are a lot of characters that a lot of people care about. Mm-hmm. Um, like if just Pokemon Trainer was in the game and then the rest of the characters were people I don't care about, I don't think I would care about Smash Brothers. <laughs> or mm-hmm. like I would, I wouldn't know to care about it. I should say, like I wouldn't play it to be able to be like I like this game competitively. It's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that this would have a similar effect to that, where it's like. Mm, F zero and R five. I don't care about either. Right. One. Yeah. But also, I think did you both get Falcon's were... comment for this? Um. Yeah, I thought I did. Here, let me grab it. If not, mm-hmm. I see he was I think mad you, at me. I think you posted. Oh no, you just you just didn't do because like usually I'll grab like comment if somebody does another comment, mm-hmm. I just delete their name and I add it to the other one. Oh, the other yeah, one that, that they could did. be. You put, you put like, I guess somebody added another comment and you put their name twice. And I was like, did you post that instead? Here. <laughs> or by accident? Because we, I mean, we gotta. That's why I had to, yeah, I had yeah. to grab the Mega Man comment for the Diddy Kong <laughs> game. And we gotta grab. For I mean, Falcon, Falcon for one thing said the YouTube comment box is not large enough to accommodate the sheer number of suggestions slash ideas that I have. Of course to it is. Leave more than one comment. <laughs> what? Uh, and that's most of why I did include his comment because Falcon, he didn't write a whole lot in this case. Um, otherwise, he also said, yeah, should I be offended that you didn't hit me up prior to making this video? Um, 
if you want to be. Yeah, but also, it, it, I was like, hey, I'm going to maybe make a video today, but also, if exactly. I can't make it in three hours, it's not happening at all. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, like the only time that that even is a thing that can work is if we know far in advance that this yeah. is going to be a video that we make. The schedules that we make this video, our videos on, is not a schedule that <laughs> is conducive to working with people that we don't already know have a very similar workflow <laughs> where it's like, yo. I, you want to help out in this video? I need your thing by the end of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah. But that said, I would very much like to hear your actual thoughts, Falcon. Because yeah, I think at some point, like, we'll yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. Also, I probably would have like we're this episode's going to be a little bit shorter the podcast because we've got some stuff that we have to go to a little bit later. Um, so otherwise, I had thought about seeing if Falcon could get on the podcast episode today, but I was like, man, it's we would talk forever, which would be great, but <laughs> I would have to leave. <laughs> so not really worth it. Um, if any if any F Zero news happens, Falcon is coming yeah, on the podcast a hundred percent. So we all know. Um, and that's it, man. I want to read all of Hadex Morrow's comment, but it's super long. And so everybody, you can go read the whole thing, but um the part that I did want to focus on is the second comment that he left. The first one is just a bunch of really cool ideas about like, uh, yeah, essentially like adding some combat to the game where it's not like weapons so much, but it's like more like using your car as a weapon and like using mm -hmm. the driving itself as a weapon. Speed I guess kind of like burnout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. So super interesting, fun comment to read. Um, well, I, guess, I mean, Speed Racer also has like just straight up weapons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just guns and, and oil. <laughs> like, um, and then the second comment is a bit more of a broad one, but says, I think you have a slight misunderstanding about what Nintendo means when they say new ideas. Modern day Nintendo doesn't care about story. What they want is new and original mechanics to show that they are innovative or some other crud. <laughs> When uh, when they have that, they then slap a very light and shallow narrative on top of that. And I specifically mean narrative, not story. I say that because stories are full of big events and moments. A narrative is just the back cover plot. A narrative is Bowser kidnapped Princess Peach, go save her, or Ganon has taken over Hyrule, go stop him. Basically, they only do premise and not much else because the other... The only thing they care about is mechanical design. Everything else to them is just flavor text. If an idea is revolving around narrative design more so than designing new mechanics, then you already have failed the pitch meeting in their eyes. What I mean is when what they want, yeah, what they want is an idea where you can play it as an alpha proof of concept build and take the story and narrative out completely. If there's something revolutionary in what you have left, that will be a thing that they are after. Classic examples how Splatoon started out as colorless tofu cubes. For them, it's not about the experience of the game. It's about the play of the game. Every 2D Mario had a new power-up. You got to play with that new power-up. That kind of thinking is exclusively how Nintendo operates for better or for worse. Sony is the exact opposite. Their only focus is blockbusters where they'll gladly give you a walking simulator of being a package boy so long as it's cinematic enough. No, I disagree with this. I, I mean, like the, where I think he's trying to come from is true, mm -hmm. but where he thinks you're coming from is flawed <laughs> because I agree you're not that. saying <laughs> that the narrative is the thing. Right. What you're saying is like F-Zero is this like um, known quantity. It's this known thing that they've made several games of, but it needs to change to matter mm -hmm. now. And mm -hmm. this is how the, these are the gameplay ideas that 
would change that. And this is the narrative that they would then use to justify the change in a very similar way to how Breath of the Wild, the gameplay came first, but there is a lot of lore and narrative that mm-hmm. justifies the changes that they chose to make. Um, this video is not saying that the, 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 the premise of the game or the core of the game is that narrative. It's, right. This is why they would make these gameplay changes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I mean, in the sense that, yeah, they would make the gameplay changes first and foremost. And then sure. I, I mean, the, as much story as I gave was black shadow and some other baddish kind of guys have some kind of crime syndicate, I guess. So like, yeah, I don't care. That's exactly. Like, like you, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, you didn't make like this video of like, imagine this grand story uh, with all these yeah. fully fleshed out characters and blah. That's not what you said. What mm-hmm. you said is like, F-Zero needs to change. It can't be straight up F-Zero. It can't be an arcade racer. If that mm-hmm. is the core of the video, that is a gameplay thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like that's what you're saying. And yeah. you're like, because this is a known quantity and there are people that are going to be like, this is an F-Zero. This is just preemptively mm-hmm. Nintendo being like, no, 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 no. It very much so is F-Zero. It's mm-hmm. just not the same gameplay. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, so I though, th- I mean, like, I agree with, like, the, uh, at least it's a little bit reductive, I think, but the comment in general in terms of, like, what Nintendo's approach is, is, you know, true. As yeah, far like, as, that's like, how, yeah. Play first, and, for sure. And it's not a, th- like, it's not even a quote-unquote innovative thing it's definitely actually innovative whether Mm -hmm. or not people like like individual (laughs) ideas from that it's hit or miss usually honestly if we're being real it's usually a hit um whether you like it or not or individual people like it or not is neither here nor there but Mm -hmm. like splatoon the example you gave is actually innovative Mm -hmm. there's no other shooter that worked as well as Splatoon did, that works in the way that Splatoon mm-hmm. does. Um, so yeah, I, I agree that it's super reductive to look at it like that. And I, I think that like that, I mean, but again, yeah, that is their approach to game design. It's designing the video game. Mm-hmm. That's what they care about. <laughs> the plot, like the plot for the experience of playing a video game does mm-hmm. not matter and it will never actually matter. And I, I um, do wonder if, as new generations come up at Nintendo, if that's something, because obviously like that's something Miyamoto's talked about a lot, like almost to Mm. the point where he doesn't like story and like that it gets in the way and that kind of stuff. But I think about the parallels to like anime and where Dragon Ball Z, for example, is like feels more about moments and more about power and more about cool stuff than it really does about story versus a lot of more modern anime where it has to do with like actual story and like there's a lot of that same like cool stuff and you know whatever like i don't know my hero or something like that there's like mm-hmm. story beats that are significant and matter um so yeah. i wonder if like as new blood comes into nintendo if that's something where they try to infuse it a bit more with that which already seems to be happening yeah with like breath of the wild there's not a ton of story in it in terms of like straight up story, but the lore tells a lot of the story. Yeah. And I I just think that that's all, I mean, to be fair, I think that's always been a fundamental thing for Nintendo. Nintendo Mm -hmm. cares about lore. Yeah. It's like, it's irrefutable that Nintendo cares about lore. They definitely do. They Mm -hmm. don't care about story. And I think that that's actually the case for all games. (laughs) Like I can't (laughs) think of a game that actually cares about story or even like there. I mean, there's a lot of developers that care a lot about. You ever played Death Stranding? 
Yeah, exactly. And that's another <laughs> one that I disagree cares about story. Because a lot of times, like what they what they do is like they try to make a, a video game analog of, of mm-hmm. another pre-existing plot device or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is not caring about story. And it's right. very un-Nintendo to try to half-ass something like that. So like if they can't think of a way to be like, okay, what about this medium? justifies this story if they can't think of that they're ignoring it they're like Mm -hmm. okay story doesn't matter we can't think of a way to make this a uniquely video game story so therefore we're not worried about it and Mm -hmm. there's like arguments that people have like um i know bob brings up like uh the metal gear moments and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that is like a very like dragon ball z action show anime (laughs) approach to it where it's like the narrative um, the story does not matter. Those mm-hmm. moments are very specific to video games and that I'll give you. But mm-hmm. the story does not need to be a video game. It, mm-hmm. it just doesn't. Like the, the, the story beats what happens in the, in, the, in the video game. The dialogue has mm-hmm. nothing to do with it being a game. Yeah. Um, and until there's developers or maybe even Nintendo is the one to do that. But again, I don't think mm-hmm. they care about story enough to figure that out right, yeah um until there's a game designer that makes a game that couldn't be a game and it, like without mm-hmm. this story and vice versa yeah i don't think stories are going to ever matter in video games <laughs> I, I think that the closest that you'll get there is like it's it's an on-ramp it's like i don't i personally don't care about movies but like mm-hmm. if uh, a story and that's not me saying that that's that's like mm-hmm. a person be like i don't care about movies i like video games if a video game can te- like give you a story that a movie would have but didn't get your personal attention because you want to press buttons mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like in that way story can matter but like it doesn't matter in the way that stories started to like blow up in film because that story could only exist in film you yeah. know mm-hmm. yeah no for sure um i'll say to again the other comment that he left was fun and you should go read it if you want to yes, um but yes in general yeah i agree um i'm gonna move to the q a so that we can hit all these before we got to wrap up which is i mean it's another half an hour so we've got a while but we know that we can tend to ramble so <laughs> Here it goes. Um, in YouTube community, I asked if um, people wanted a crossover of what? Star Fox and F-Zero, Metroid and Star Fox, F-Zero and Metroid, or Sin and Punishment in one of those or other. And by a long shot, Star Fox and F-Zero won. So um, Anas Kadura said Star Fox and F-Zero. Forrest Anis said Star Fox and Metroid because they're both in space checks out uh, peter garnon yeah. or gargan says i feel like star fox and f-zero lore wise would overlap nicely yeah i feel like that's intentional yeah because <laughs> there's wish, like just yeah. straight up star fox uh character names and stuff like uh-huh. that. i mean the next <laughs> one feral king says i'm going for star fox and f-zero just because of james mcleod probably the most generic reason but still a reason mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. yeah a character that's obviously supposed to point back to star fox so there you go. Yeah, I mean, that would be, it would be fun to have a crossover of any of those, but I do, I mean, like we said earlier, I feel like it's got to be established as their own franchises first that are pretty successful before, you know, you kind of bastardize them by m- mixing them together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's no turning back. Um, yep. All right. Now, best case scenario, they succeed yeah. together and they, they can't be divorced. Exactly. Them. Right. Yeah, that's you know, not like... Yeah, we want them to 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 
That would be like making an Avengers movie and then trying to make an Iron Man movie. It would be like, yeah, yep. okay, that kind of worked. As opposed to like, they, I mean, they've introduced characters in, you know, Avengers or whatever. They like right. Black Widow and Hawkeye and stuff like that. Now there's going to be a Black Widow movie, but it took yeah. three Avengers movies before exactly. she And it's just movie. harder. It's harder to do that the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Like that's why the DCEU didn't work out in the yeah. way that the MCU did because people were given time to care about each individual character. If I'm mm-hmm. just meeting Cyborg now, yeah. I don't care about him. You know, it's like, <laughs> like uh-huh. that's I don't know. I met him in Teen Titans, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's true. But you didn't, he didn't, he wasn't no, exactly. cyborg. Dude. He was very much not. He was fun and goofy. Um, Gofish Goldfish says, yeah, this is the regular comments now. Gofish Goldfish says, St. Andre, St. Andre is best cheese because I asked if people had any cheese questions. Um, man, I'm, I'm hard pressed no, not to pick some cheese. kind of Gruyere. To be perfectly honest, the cheese is good. That's all I cheese know. Is good. I know the worst cheese. Swiss cheese, throw it in the garbage. I hate it. So okay, um, here's the thing. But, There's a couple of cheeses like Swiss cheese, for example, that like if you Swiss cheese in packet slices and stuff like that, super not good. But there's mm-hmm. other like the. I think it's based off of. I need to look it up. I think. Okay, Swiss cheese. Um, is it based off an Emmental? Yeah, okay, it resembles, which that is like one of the best cheeses, but in the form that we have it in like grocery stores for like slices, super bland, not good at all. So like, you know, they just mess it up. And same thing later, somebody, um, Falcon, yeah, Falcon said Munster cheese is really good. And I I think I've had Munster cheese like in a block before and like, you know, had cut it off and it's good, but this just straight up slices of Munster cheese, super bland and I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I like it fine, but like, it's not great. I think that's the point. It's just like, if you can buy it in little slices, like, you know, Walmart brand slices, probably not the best cheese. <laughs> um, hot take there. Non-cheese related. Have either of you ever had cookie butter? Think smooth peanut butter, but made from cookies. I've heard of it. Never had it. I've wanted to try it, but never had a reason to, you know? I like, <laughs> I don't know too many places. Like, I don't know if Target has it or whatever. <laughs> like, when I get I, going, Oh, it definitely I, does. I just go, yeah. I just go on freaking, um, what is it even called? Instacart. And I'm like, all right, these are the groceries I want. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how I order my groceries. Man. I, I have a problem with cookie butter. I don't really, I have a problem with, with something related to cookie butter. Um, cookie butter is also known as speculose butter. Speculose is a Belgian cookie. It's like a ginger cookie. Super, super good. It's like classic Belgian. Um, and also like probably a bunch of, if you have a flight and they ask you if you want like um, peanuts, pretzels, or cookies, and they'll give you like, and you pick the cookies, oftentimes it'll be a little speculous cookies. Um, and that's what the cookie butter cookies, or that's what cookie butter is based off of. What makes me mad is that then, like, it's fine that they just call it cookie butter and don't call it speculose because, like, who knows what speculose is here or something like that. But then they call the cookies cookie butter cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me so, that would be like if you had peanuts and called them peanut butter nuts. <laughs> like, 
I or it's I, like when I <laughs> try to make people mad by calling Cloud the guy from Smash Brothers. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, so that kind of thing. I'm as as somebody who spent six years of my life in Belgium, and my parents are still there, and I go back fairly often. Um, and speculos being Belgian cookies, I, I take issue with that. That said, so good, it's delicious. Like, definitely pick it up at some point. It's uh, there's nothing not. I'll to see like it about next it. time I get groceries. I'll see. If there it's you on go. That. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Joaquin Fernandez said, "When Prime Four comes out, I think Nintendo will make more cash if they also put it on PC, but that will never happen." I yeah, mean, nah. I mean, they they would technically they would, yeah, yeah, they would, but like, agreed no. though, it'll never happen. Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening because it's like the, ultimately they're not doing it for the like mm-hmm. dollars to donuts <laughs> sort of right. situation. They don't really care about each individual cell. They also care about equity. <laughs> like yep. they they're like okay that like this cell means something mm-hmm. that you may continue to buy more Nintendo consoles moving forward because what if Prime 5 happens, you know? Like, mm-hmm. th- they're not Microsoft. <laughs> yep. I mean, and they've, you know, like, I don't know how much individual specific games take to make, but like for every non-sale that could have happened for Metro Prime 4 on PC that they don't because it's not on PC, they have 17 Mario Kart 8 deluxes that are being sold mm-hmm. making them that same money to where it's like yeah. yeah they're definitely like they're gonna care more about this game being a prestige piece and being like the best game it can and bringing back the good name of metroid to nintendo and it being associated with nintendo more so than like yeah. it just you know selling more copies which again yeah totally it would I, technically I, sell more copies but i think nintendo is just better at the disney vault thing yeah like sony tries it to some extent or they have and i feel like they've recently given up on it um where it's like these games are playstation games you need a playstation to Mm -hmm. play them um and like their games sell fine but -hmm. usually their console is the best like in the past couple generations Mm -hmm. uh sans playstation 3 and that's literally the only one that it's it hasn't been the the best-selling console but yet they never have the best-selling exclusives ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's always nintendo um and that's because like i mean back then it was because people didn't really care about their exclusives but now it's like a thing of like people care but not that many people care and they're trying to get more people to care by Mm -hmm. just doing the sheer volume but nintendo already is at the point where so many people care that they will spend 300 dollars to play animal crossing right yeah so yeah it's like why would i put it on pc if i can get if i can know that you're going to give me 360 Mm dollars that 60 dollars from that one dude that refuses to buy a switch Mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> like, and that every the- other person that gets animal crossing will probably at least get one other game at some mm-hmm. point you know and like get you into the ecosystem because like at that point you know they, that's a, a gateway game to other games they right. hope you know mm-hmm. maybe not for everybody but at least for some people for sure yeah and it, it's just like because nintendo is so much more steadfast with their morals <laughs> like <laughs> ever ever or more like morals where they're like right. nah yeah, yeah, our right. games are worth more than that so they're 60 <laughs> oh <Yeah>. well <laughs> you know or the wii u thing where it's like ah the wii u failed so like they're probably lower the price they're like nah dude nobody's buying this but the three people that do they're going to give us 300 dollars or whatever right, right. like that's just <laughs> how they work yeah yeah it's true uh ben chacon says what do you think of the new switch being a handheld slash home console and 
it having a bigger focus on turning it into a VR machine. I can imagine a new Luigi's Mansion and Metroid on it. I can see that happening. I, I don't have any strong opinions in favor or against that. I don't really care that much about VR. I haven't really been convinced yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it could be interesting, but I'm still largely in the same place that I was when I first tried VR at like Full Cell's VR mm-hmm. studio where they had like all the, like they had Oculus and mm-hmm. uh, like HTC Vive and PlayStation uh playstation vr i was like what is their thing called <laughs> uh, like they had all, and they even had hololens and i'm like oh this uh-huh. is fine <laughs> like i don't yeah. this isn't really a thing that i want to do <laughs> it feels like it still feels like what vr has been leading up until now where it's like it's this amusement park thing where it's like yeah. it's fun if i go to chuck e cheese and i was like i'll give you a freaking dollar to play this for for 10 minutes or whatever but mm-hmm. like i don't really care to have it in my house yet yeah especially since the cost of entry is as much as it usually yeah. is so, which yeah. that's the thing that like i think this you know i so i to answer this specifically i feel like i could see it happening with the switch pro new switch or whatever but i i almost like convinced that it will happen with the switch success with a nintendo swap mm-hmm. yeah. um because there's just practically no barrier to entry you know like maybe there could be any number of peripherals that you know one from hori for like 20 bucks all the way up to an official nintendo one for 100 bucks or something that's a little bit different that you know holds your switch or whatever but like generally mm-hmm. you've got all the components already there um and it's a new experience and all that kind of stuff but i think that's something that it definitely has going for it is the low barrier entry as opposed to all the other ones that you just mentioned where it's like that's that's the money right there but the the thing that makes me think not with this one is because even though the uh, it's going to be more powerful. The Switch Pro theoretically is more powerful and like theoretically has DLSS and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's AI upscaling, I do wonder if it's more dynamic and so wouldn't necessarily quite curb that uh, tipping point of it being, you know, consistently good for your eyes and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So therefore, I feel like maybe they'd want to wait until a full generational upgrade and have something where it's like it's strong enough so that base level it's already doing the thing that's like not going to give you migraines Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you play for three hours or whatever yeah but yeah luigi's mansion metroid like all those there's plenty of games that would like work super well and like maybe even franchises that don't do super great in and of themselves i mean those ones are fine but um you know like mario it could be good like i know astrobot did pretty well um on playstation vr but like that was still more i don't know vr where you were experiencing it and viewing it but not like playing first person kind of things whereas some of those other games i feel like there's some franchises that could take advantage of that in a different way that would be pretty neat Mm -hmm. yeah luru legends says if you could choose only one of the rumored games to come out this year which would it be number one donkey kong country from the odyssey studio number two new 2d metroid or three, Sonic Colors Remastered. Number four, Prime Trilogy. Or lastly, Wind Waker slash Twilight Princess Bundle. Uh, I mean, probably the Donkey Kong game. Donkey Kong or, or the Prime Trilogy. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about 2D Metroid. Maybe one day I will. <laughs> um, Donkey Kong, I mean, it's been too long without a Donkey Kong yeah. game. 
I feel like Prime trilogy just because it'll get hopefully it'll make me care more about Prime Four outside of the fact that it's like the game that we're all supposed to be excited about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably that. I think so. yeah the. I would say one of the first two, Donkey Kong or New 2D Metroid, because the other ones seem like givens eventually anyway. You know, like Prime Trilogy even, like it's going to happen eventually. Whereas the other Mm -hmm. two are straight up new games and those are a bit more question marks to where like, Mm -hmm. you know, even a New 2D Metroid, if that's, even if I'm somebody that would rather Prime Trilogy than if I'm putting, (laughs) if I'm chipping in my coin for 2D Metroid, then the other one probably is a gimme regardless. Mm -hmm. But If only one, I'd probably say 2D Metroid. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, don't know. I'm just nah. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> and like honestly, because well, for... I mean, I, I like the concept. Like I liked Metro. I like Metroid videos and games that use that whole like looping in on itself, like mm-hmm, revisiting mm-hmm. places for progression and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, it just feels super trite to me right now. I mean, uh-huh. probably because that's half of the games on the eShop, right? And yeah. it's like I don't care about <laughs> these video games. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just like I don't want mm-hmm. to. There is something to be said like yeah making that something like you really have to build out the world i feel like and that's something that not all those games do um to make it feel authentic and that it's like Mm -hmm. oh it makes sense that i'm going around doing these things otherwise it's i feel like pretty easy to see even with good mechanics to see the seams and be like this is Mm -hmm. i can tell this was designed and like that's something that that's just something that's never particularly fun um Mm -hmm. i mean you can sometimes you can tell that and then just get over it anyway and be like whatever but it's fun to play so who even cares yeah like like, it can it could i can tell that it's designed i mean that happens mostly because like that's what we do right (laughs) so like i feel like that happens a lot but Mm -hmm. if it's designed well that's even a bonus where it's like breath of the wild right like i can tell it's designed Mm -hmm. but like i can like the intricacies of that design is yep. what makes it where you can get lost in like, it every how? once in a while and kind of forget what made for a you minute even yeah. think about that <laughs> like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah those one of those first two i do hope yeah donkey kong come on donkey kong uh twitter questions proud prince well we already did falcons um mm-hmm. monster she's really good mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to try some better monster cheese as well to really give my opinions but that's an aside. Proud Prince says, Dead by Daylight announced that they are adding Resident Evil characters to the game. Any thoughts on who you think would be cool to see in the game? Uh, the Vampire Lady. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the Resident Evil 4 guy. Yep. Him. Uh, Joseph, I think is his name, or maybe Freddy, or Tom, sure. or Frank. Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, so specifically got, got Resident Evil characters? Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I know I've never played a Resident Evil game, not even once for I played a Resident <laughs> I played the co-op for Resident Evil, not the whole thing, but like five mm-hmm. and six. I played a little bit of both of those. Mm-hmm. I played Resident Evil 4, so Will don't come for me. Um, I didn't play the whole game, but like I played right. enough <laughs> to be mm-hmm. like, all right, I get it. Um, mm-hmm. and that's it. I might play eight, who knows? Mm-hmm. That's a Series X game, which there's, I mean, there's freaking gross <laughs> behind yeah, the scenes stuff. Oof. Yeah, gross. Gross, but like, you know, PlayStation, everybody, like, <laughs> we love them, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. Um, 
yeah, there's that. Digital Gaming Hub asked two questions. Uh, I'm going to do them in reverse order. Can you make Nintendo give us more info on Pokemon Arceus and Breath of the Wild 2? Yep. Nah, man, we're keeping it for ourselves. Oh, I can make know, them do it. We know um, everything. We know. There's all a little currency, a little currency called time. You just got to give them some of that. Oof, they love it. And they will take it and they will use it and give you details yeah, eventually. But also, we already know. I, we know, and you're not allowed to know. Oh, yeah, we what he don't. said too. We don't, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we do though. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm going to go reverse order and finish on the other one. Um, Mega Man in Discord said, why will new Pokemon Snap? No, there's more Twitter. I know, but I'm going to come back to that. I just said that. Oh, like more more Twitter. No, more Twitter, like on Twitter. <laughs> Grabbing it. Got it. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Devilman's Crybaby said, is that the only one? I think that's I think one. so, yeah. Um, what you been listening to lately? Also, are you going to watch the new Mortal Kombat movie? Uh, I, so what I do is I go on YouTube music and I <laughs> click like one of the like playlists or whatever. Usually I just like recently because I have so many just like like song. I just go on that and I shuffle on there and there's like, you know, there's like freaking J. Cole, there's Kanye West, there's Frank Ocean, there's Smino, there's Daniel Caesar, Logic, Her. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of different like hip hop, R&B, pop. There's like some rock stuff in here. Uh, a lot of different stuff that I just click nice. shuffle and listen to that. <laughs> um, and also podcasts. I'm still listening to Rooster Teeth podcast called F Face. <laughs> Can't say the actual name is actually a sin to say. Yep. The, even if we're allowed to say the word, you're mm -hmm. not allowed to say the word. That's not what the podcast is called. That's true. It's called Bleep Face. Um, but I don't have the bleep. Uh, no. I'm listening to that, and that's about it. There you go. Um, I literally just got a text from a friend that said, I made a playlist for, well, it's a screenshot of something else. Mm -hmm. I made a playlist for hiking. It has music from Peanuts, The Cranberries, and Eminem. I call it my trail mix. Oh my God. So I, that's hate what <laughs> I hate it. Uh, <laughs> not true at all, but that's. But I love it. That's from my friend, Chris. Uh, mm -hmm. Good job, Chris. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> um, for, for reals, though, let's see. Uh, I mean, a lot of stuff. Top three that come to mind off the top of my head are Pliny's album from last year. Um, like instrumental progressive metal, but like with some on the lighter side of progressive metal with some more like jazz influences and stuff. And like, I very much enjoy where a lot of things are going where there's like some jazz and hip hop, like maybe more traditional hip hop kinds of stuff um, mm -hmm. that's getting infused in a lot of other genres. Um, that's really fun. And so that's doing some of that. So Pliny's album, Impulse Voices, very good. Um, uh, Kadinja, I always enjoy. They're also um, like gent progressive metal kind of thing, but not instrumental, um, but like very melodic, which is nice while also being kind of heavy. So that's fun. Um, and then also today I refound for the first time in a couple of years, Polyenzo, who is uh, um, not metal at all. Uh, you'd, you'd probably like Polyenzo, I guess. They're, I don't even know how to describe them, to be perfectly honest. I'm truly not sure. Let's see what the internet says about them. Polyenzo. Um, yeah, that doesn't feel specific enough, but it says uh, an experimental rock band, which, uh, yeah, experimental rock, indie rock. Yeah, I don't know. I disagree with that, but like, kind of. 
in any case, they're they're good. Check them out. Uh, specifically, the album "Pure in the Plastic" is very very tasty. I was getting crap yesterday about music yesterday, <laughs> um, because Lee and Youth Hurt uh-huh. were were streaming, we're playing Pokemon, and Youth Hurt was just hanging out <laughs> in the Discord. Um, <laughs> but they were talking about like trap music and stuff, and like mumble rap, and I was like, I don't care about any of that. But like, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't yeah. care about. It. I'm not going to volunteer that information. I'm not the type mm-hmm. of person that like volunteered. Like, I hate this. You just <laughs> you know? volunteered it right now. I what did that. In response to yeah, the yeah. conversation yeah, right. that we had about music, because they're like, you got, you're like a, a music snob. And I'm like, I don't know if I would describe it like that, because like, I don't walk around and be like, the music you like is bad. I'm right. just like, I personally don't like listening to that. Uh-huh. But like, I'm not going to like, my sister listens to trap music. I don't, I'm not like, turn that off. I'm just like, <laughs> I just wouldn't listen to this by myself. <laughs> like, there was a song for the first time in a very, very long time that I was like, I would very much like this song not to be playing anymore. And mm-hmm. it was, I was in a Cracker Barrel um, on the oh, road trip no. to use the bathroom <laughs> there because, you know, that's where you'd have bathroom breaks on mm-hmm. the road trips. The only reason why I use Cracker Barrel ever. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a song I found out it's by George Strait. And it was like, I, I worked in the country music industry for like two and a half years. So I'm, I'm pretty just like, fine with most country music i don't like it basically at all no you can't not like country music you live like i live yeah i'm in nashville Nashville, pretty much yeah (laughs) so like i i don't like country music um but then there's some there's you know tolerances where it's some that it's like actually i enjoy that a little bit and then most of it's like i just kind of you know let yeah. it go over my I mean, head. that's where I'm and at. Just this song, yeah, almost right. in general, where it's like, I like a little bit of everything, <laughs> yeah, but not all of anything. I was so mad at this song's existence <laughs> for no good reason. It's, um, yeah, George Strait. Uh, I think it's called I've, I've Got a Car. George Strait. Let's see. Is it called I've Got a Car? Yeah, what kind of car? Yep, I got a car. And it's kind of uh, maybe you love country music. If it's a maybe you love this truck, song. This song is immediately the worst song. Uh, here's I'm just gonna read the lyrics of the chorus. Um, I and I said, well, I got a car. She said, there's something. At least it's a start. I said it's better than nothing. I ain't in no hurry, but I'm ready when you are. And she said, what do you think all all this is going? I said there ain't no way of knowing. I really hadn't thought th- thought it through that far, and I can't promise you the moon or the stars, but I got a car. <laughs> what kind of car is it? <laughs> um, yeah, we can't know. Well, song sucks. Bad song. I bet you it's a pickup truck. I, I, it's I, gotta I be. Bet, I bet it's a pick. I bet money <laughs> that yep. it's a pickup truck. Eh? 100%. Yeah, it's oh man, it, it was painful. So there's that. Um, <laughs> are you gonna watch the new Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, no. I think so. I'm not. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> we have HBO Max, so like, you know, it's there. So do I, but it's still my time. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it totally depends on if Ashley wants to watch it. Because I'm not, I just don't watch movies by myself at, ever at all. Um, but if she's interested in watching it, then like, sure. We'll probably try why it a little bit. She, and if it's, Why would she want to watch Mortal Kombat? I feel like she said something about it the other day to where she was interested in like, is that supposed to be good? I was like, I don't know. No. People say it looks like it's going to be good. What are the Do they? Uh, I don't know. Mortal Kombat movie. I think like the Mortal Kombat movie, like best case scenario, the appeal is that people know it's going to be bad and like referential of that. 
like it's getting worse reviews than I'm, I mean the meta score specifically, which is um you know there's more votes than the but it's forty three percent out instead of the sixty percent of the nineteen ninety five one, which is I'm not surprised by that at all. I feel, I feel like the, this movie is in the ter- territory where it's like man, all our movies suck. Let's like make that a thing, you know? Like yeah. let's make this movie suck, and that's the appeal. It's like how uh, bad can we make this movie? Wow. <laughs> you know? <What> a <laughs> yeah. In any case, maybe. Um, but I at least need to catch up on Invincible and watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yo, so I watch we'll be doing that. I watch, I watch Invincible at midnight. Cause nice. I mean, no, actually, I watched it after that. I watched it after that. Because, uh-huh. again, I was talking to freaking – I was talking to Lee, and mm-hmm. we don't know who West is, but I was talking to West, who's Lee's brother. It's Lee's brother. Mm-hmm. Make sure you tell Lee. You say, yo, you never told me you had a brother. That's <laughs> true. And then he'll be mad. At I'll be mad at him. That's, yep. Yeah, be mad at him because he never told you that Wes was his brother. <laughs> um, and uh-huh. I mean, that's not really related. But after we got off the Discord call like 3 a.m., I was like, yo, I got to watch Invincible. And I watched Invincible <laughs> and I was like, I'm not watching Falcon and Winter Soldier right now. Um, but I did that when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so here, quick question. Why will new Pokemon Snap be game of the year? Because it's going to be great. Mega Man asked that. And but then knows. again, the, the guys at Diamond Between Pearl rem- the remaster. So, like, maybe maybe it won't be. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> um, but back to Winter Soldier stuff. Um, I haven't watched it, so I can't spoil anything about the last yeah, episode anyway. Did, and I've only got it. one minute before I got to go anyway. But Digital Gaming Hub did ask, WandaVision or Winter Soldier? No spoilers, though. Free. Yes. Free. 100%. No I, I do appreciate a lot of like, I mean, just in general, the like the topical themes of yeah of Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's like one of the best things that it's doing. Mm-hmm. Um I like it, but at the same time, I, I like I like it for that reason, but I also don't. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it is yeah. in the very like Hollywood, like, but there's good in everyone sort of yeah. way. And it's like, no, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also haven't seen the last one to to know how that kind of pans out so yeah i yeah man we'll see yeah. but in general still wandavision for sure um loki looks freaking great and also shang chi and the legend of the ten rings watch the trailer for that that looks dope i'm excited for it and that's all good job everybody you listen to a whole podcast you listen to two people talking we could have talked for a lot longer but i can't I, I'm time. about to lose my voice. That's the timer is gonna. My voice is gonna be gone. It's so. almost midnight. He's gonna lose the the, the glass slippers. Yep. The pumpkins turning back into a it's, pumpkin. That's true. And I'm just gonna be shriveled up inside a pumpkin. <laughs> Does everybody want that? No, I don't think you do. So if you don't want that, make sure to click the like button, subscribe like, to comment, the YouTube subscribe. channel. Yes, and uh, all that good stuff. Leave comments and ratings on the podcast if you listen podcast service. You know all that stuff. I haven't even checked that in so Me long. Either. Um, but like, leave us a nice present in the reviews if you listen on the podcast, or if you have a freaking Apple account or something, leave a review if you watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's true. There it is. All right. We did it. See you. Goodbye.